Welcome to the Brand Design Masters podcast, the show dedicated to helping you build the skills you need to design bulletproof brands for yourself, your business, and for the clients and customers you serve. And now, here's Philip. Hey guys, the following podcast episode comes from a YouTube live stream I did recently. Many of you in my audience have requested that I make my live streams available as audio so you can listen to them on the go rather than just being tethered to a computer. So I've started to republish some of my lives as podcasts to make that possible. I share a boatload of valuable tips and tools and methods and resources on my live streams, and I want to be sure that you guys don't miss a thing. So I hope you enjoy this episode. And if you do, please take a moment to rate us on your favorite podcast listening platform or share the show on social or with a friend or a colleague. And with that, on to the show. everybody. So what I want to talk to you guys today was about networking. First of all, networking is everything. When it comes to running a business and being a creative professional and doing business development, your network, you are going to rise and fall on your network. You really can't make it alone as a freelancer and expect to get work. Networking is the key to getting clients. It is the key to to having more partnerships available to you. It is the key to learning. It is the key to professional development and staying up on trends and resources and tools. All of those things will come from your network. So as I said, networking that I'm talking about today isn't just going to conferences and meeting people. That's not exactly what I mean by networking. What I mean by networking is how do you utilize the people that you know? How do you expand the number of people that you know And how do you utilize them in the best way to benefit your business, right? Benefit your professional development. Networking is not comfortable for a lot of people. I, believe it or not, am very much of an introvert. If you send me to a conference, I'm the guy standing off in the corner and kind of like waiting for people to come up and talk to me. I have a hard time generating conversations from scratch by myself. Just how I am. I've always been very introverted. And there are a lot of creative professionals that I know who are very introverted as well. Sometimes we're just more comfortable sitting behind our computers with our mouse and our pads, working in Photoshop and Illustrator and doing great designs. And we just want to put on our headphones and like do our own thing. But networking really is one of those things where you got to push yourself out of your comfort zone because nothing ever really happens that's new or exciting or different or profitable to you inside of your comfort zone. Networking happens outside of your comfort zone. So you guys have to kind of reconcile yourself to that fact when it comes to networking. Networking is not comfortable. And if you're not comfortable when you're doing it, chances are you're doing something right. And so one of the things about getting more clients, I'm told, asked all the time, how do I get more clients? How do I get more clients? Clients come, I would say, you know, in my experience, probably about 50% of new business coming to my agency, agencies and companies I've worked for, is coming through some sort of word of mouth. And word of mouth is a testimonial or a recommendation from someone who knows you or knows of you or has worked with you in the past who is recommending you to somebody else, another company, another person, 
And they are then becoming aware of you and coming to you because they have an endorsement of someone who's not you that you're great and they want to work with you or they're thinking about working with you. And so clients come from word of mouth and word of mouth happens through your network. So you can cold email people through LinkedIn. You can do content marketing. You can do webinars. You can take Facebook ads out and LinkedIn ads and Twitter ads and do a lot of kind of cold advertising sort of outreach. You can do a lot of cold outreach, but there is a limit to that. And you have to do a lot of that. And it can be very expensive to do that sort of business development. So word of mouth is probably the cheapest kind of new business activity is receiving positive word of mouth. And that happens through your network. Networking gets you work. And in my experience anyway, over 50% of my business currently in the last six years where I've my own agency has come through referrals, come through word of mouth of people who've worked with me, who I've had working on projects with me, clients of mine who've recommended me to somebody else, network connections that I've made at conferences, met in courses or masterminds. They have referred me to somebody else who comes to me and we do business together. Networking gets you work. So learning how to network is one of the most beneficial things that you can do in your business and in your professional development. Learning how to advertise, you can learn that in a book. Learning how to network is one of those things that you have to develop your soft skills, your personality, your communication skills, your warmth, your empathy, how you talk to people. That is one of those things that you have to develop and nurture in your professional development because that is what is going to be getting you work and getting you clients. Networking, on the other hand, is also not just about you getting, getting, and getting. Networking is about giving back. You have to have true empathy, true caring for the people that you are becoming friends with or networking with. You have to care about their business. You have to go out of your way to try to help them, to give them resources or ideas or referrals or make connections for them with other businesses or with other business partners to help them out. Because what happens when you do that is what I like to call subliminal reciprocity. <laughs> what is subliminal reciprocity? That is when you've helped someone out enough through content, through introductions, through feedback, through sharing resources that they want to give back to you. So by giving, giving, giving to people, they will, in the back of their mind, subliminally want to give back to you. And that is where that networking really comes into play and into power for affecting your business in really positive ways. So it's also about giving. And one of the things that I recommend people to do, if you work at an agency or if you work at a corporation, in-house, in a company, one of the things that creative professionals have a tendency to do is they stay kind of insular. They like friends who are creative. They like other designers. That, those are the peeps that they are most comfortable with, right? But here's the thing. If you keep that circle that tight, you are doing yourself a disservice because I would encourage you to reach out and make cross-functional connections. Meet people in accounting, Meet people in strategy, meet people in production, meet people in the photography department, in the legal department, in the product development department, in the business development department. Meet people outside of the functional area that you work in. And again, have empathy and interest into what they do. It'll help you to learn more about and more deeply about the business that you're in, the agency or company that you're in. But here's the thing. Word of mouth does not only just come through designers or creative people. It comes through anybody that you know. 
So I encourage you to expand that those rings of connection beyond the creative department into departments that you're maybe not coming into contact with as often. Ask them out to lunch, take them out for a drink, learn about their business, learn about them personally, and make connections outside of your functional area. Because referrals and word of mouth new business can come from anywhere. The more people you have in your network, the more business you will get. It's really a numbers game. It's geometric progression. The more people you know, the more people you connect with, the more people you communicate with on a regular basis, the wider your new business open funnel is coming to you. So don't stick right in design or creative because that is limiting you in terms of numbers of people that you can connect with and know. And the reason why you do that is because when you're working in a company for a while, you have a tendency to kind of get complacent or you just think, I really love this job. I'm going to be here for the next 10 years, right? No one's at jobs for 10 years anymore, hardly ever. And people move around. So, you know, someone will get a better offer somewhere, more money. They'll move across a country. Their spouse will get a new job somewhere and they'll leave. People move. They go to different jobs. There's a constant mix of people moving around. And so every connection, every personal connection that you make, every network connection that you make, those people will eventually end up somewhere else. They may end up at a competitor. They may end up at a company or agency that you'd like to work for. Your net gets broader and broader. So it's not just the network of people inside of your company, even though they're cross-functional. Then it starts to spread over time to more companies, more agencies, broader and broader, geographically broader. And that's where it really gets powerful, is that when your network starts to grow that way, your tight network connections start to grow beyond your company and people are starting to move around. Then when it's time for you to get a new job, you know someone at that company that the job opening is at, right? And then you can contact your network connection and say, hey, here's my CV, here's my portfolio link. Can you get this on the desk of the person that you know is doing the hiring? Because everyone knows that the online job application system is completely broken, right? You can put out hundreds of applications online and hear nothing. You really have to get your portfolio, your resume, your links on the desk of the hiring manager. And the more people you know, the broader your network goes in terms of the breadth of companies where people are ending up and landing over time, that is going to be your entree. That's going to be your ticket into that company, into your next job. So it's not just about business development and word of mouth and people you know, sending clients to you. It's also about if you are employed, what that next job is, what that next stepping stone is for you, how you can get that resume portfolio onto the hiring manager's desk. And on top of that, you're gonna get a little glowing recommendation for the person who is connecting you with that person saying, oh yeah, you should definitely look at Jane Sally's resume or portfolio. I used to work with them at blah, blah, blah. And they're awesome. That is how you get new jobs. And this was something, you know, before I go on, this is something that I wish I knew early in my career. I like to think I'm a pretty intelligent guy, but this was one of those things that I really didn't figure out till I was like in my 40s because I stayed at a company for almost 12 years as I came up in my career. And then Towards the end of that stay, I started realizing that all these people I'd worked with for years were starting to land at other companies. And when that stretch of employment came to an end, I suddenly realized, oh, wow, I know people at this company and that company and that agency. So it was my ticket to my next gig because of that very fact. But I woke up to the importance of that 
very late in my career. So that's why I'm on here telling you this now is because I really want you not to have to figure that out for yourselves too late. Networking also helps you build a selection of specialist partners. Partners are great because in today's agency freelance world, working with other partners or bringing people into subcontract through you with a project is really helpful because it enables you to accept jobs or take on work that may be beyond your own personal skill set. I've done a lot of videos on this, a lot of lives on this, but developing a network connection of people who do things that you don't do, strategists, photographers, illustrators, copywriters, motion designers, video editors, establishing a clear network of people who do things that you don't do, who aren't graphic designers. If you're a video editor who's not a video editor, someone who does copy or someone who does graphic design or brand identity or website development. Having a network of specialist partners who you know, like, and trust and respect in terms of their work, they will bring you in for projects that they get. If they need you, you will bring them in for projects if you need them. And that's how you also get more business, by sharing work with each other. And because it allows you to take on bigger, more complex projects, you can accept more, more of the, you know, more work than you are you're used to doing. Basically, you can accept bigger projects, more complex projects than you're usually comfortable taking care of. If you wanted to somehow some big company landed in your lap and, you know, you needed a strategist and account management and you were doing graphic design and you needed a videographer and a photographer. If you have those people at the ready, you can accept that job and you can say to the client, yeah, I have this great team and we can do every single aspect of what this is. And before, if you didn't have that network of partners, you would not have been able to handle that sort of gig, right? So that's another reason you need to network is to build a selection of specialist partners. This episode of the Brand Design Masters podcast is sponsored by Bring Your Own Laptop. BYOL.me is a top tier Adobe application video training website featuring Daniel Scott. Daniel's a certified Adobe trainer and keynote speaker at the Adobe Max conference every year at BYOL.me forward slash Philip. You can learn everything from the basics to advanced aspects of your favorite Adobe applications, all for one low monthly subscription fee. Visit byol.me forward slash Philip, P-H-I-L-I-P. Again, that's byol.me forward slash Philip. I just know you're going to be amazed at Bring Your Own Laptops courses. Networking is hard. <laughs> I'm not going to say it's not. Like I said, I'm very much of an introvert. I'm very comfortable now talking into a video camera and doing lives and interacting with people. And, you know, I've managed huge teams my whole life, but I still am very introverted. And networking for me is hard. As I've gotten older, more mature, more comfortable in my old skin, it has gotten easier and easier. It's harder when you're younger, where you don't have that self-confidence and that self-esteem maybe that's been built up yet. But I encourage you to just dive in and do it. It's hard, but it will work and it will pay more, 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 more benefits than the pain ever caused. And so accept the fact that it's tough and that it's uncomfortable. And as I said at the very beginning of this, if it is uncomfortable, it probably means you're doing something right. Here's another thing that not a lot of people do, or it's not done as much as I think it could be. And that is stay in touch with your clients after the project is over. 
if you work in an agency and you've worked with clients and you have you have some direct contact with the client, make sure that you stay in touch with those people who are your client contacts because those people are going to go to new companies. And then suddenly you have an in at a new company. If you do a project as a freelancer and you do some work for a client, stay in touch with them because if you are top of mind, they are much more likely to refer people to you to give you positive word of mouth or positive testimonials is if you do a project, say you do a web design project for someone and you launch the project then the project's done, reach back out to them in two or three months. Ask them how it's going. Ask them if they have decided that they need something else. Reach back out to them in six months. Ask them how their business is. Just check in. You probably learned something about them personally in the time you were working with them. Ask them about their dog or ask them about where they're going on vacation. And just reach out to them and stay connected. And if you make it a low stakes interaction, meaning you're not asking them for something directly, you're just staying in contact and saying, hey, how are you doing? I was thinking about you in that project we did. It was a lot of fun working with you. How's it going? Really, that's all it takes. And make that connection. Stay connected with people over time. Stay top of mind with them because that's how you end up coming out of their mouth when they connect with someone and they say, oh, you know, I'm thinking of redoing my website. They'll go, oh yeah, I worked with this great guy two years ago and he just shot me an email. So I was just thinking about him. He would be great for you to connect with. That is how it happens. So stay in touch with your old clients, whether they are clients that you're working with as external contractors at a company, if you're in-house at a company, or if you're at an agency, your clients, if you have contact with them at your agency, or if you're a freelancer, any kind of clients that you get, reach out and touch base with them periodically just to say hi. And it's just going to elevate you and keep you top of mind for them. So if something comes their way that would be right for you, they're going to recommend you first. You're going to become top of mind to them first. And I know we can't do this right now, but invest money in your success. Invest money in networking. One of the easiest ways to do this is to pay to go to conferences and fly to a city or if it's in your city to go to it and stay in a hotel, talk to people, see a bunch of presentations, meet new people, get out there and stay current in your industry. It will inspire you. It will broaden your network. You'll make friends and it will pump energy and newness and life into your passion for what you do. So go to conferences. The world is starting to open up now. I'm hoping, you know, in the next six months to a year, in-person sort of conference sort, sort of things will start to happen again. But conferences cost money. And that's why I said invest in conferences because they cost money. And But that financial investment in your business will come back to you. I guarantee you. Get out of your comfort zone. Go to a conference. Be uncomfortable. And, and it will come back to you. You can also participate in Facebook groups. Here, I'm going to put something up on the screen in case you guys didn't know about this, but I have a new Facebook group. It's called Brand Design Masters. It's a private Facebook group on Facebook, and uh, you have to apply. So you have to answer two or three questions and fork over your email address. That's the price of entry to a private free group. And there are about, at this point, about 3,000 great creative professionals in there, networking, making connections, sharing resources, trends, ideas, giving each other feedback on their work. There are some very senior people in there. So if you're a junior and you know you want some interaction with some more seasoned professional graphic designer agency owners, there are people in there like that. There are copywriters, there are photographers, there are illustrators. Come on over to Brand Design Masters. So facebook.com slash groups, 
brand design masters and apply and get into that group. I go live in that group also a lot. So I go live on YouTube, but I also go live in there. And I sometimes do these things called master's lounges, which are essentially like little coffee talks with people, very informal, and they're totally fun around a particular topic. Brand design masters, this is right there on the slide. And so anyway, check that out and get involved. Go to that Facebook group, ask some questions, get some feedback, share with people your name, what you do, what you're a specialist in, the clients you've worked for, and where you live, lights your fire and your passion. Give other people feedback when they want feedback on their work or when they're sharing something. Engage in the conversation. Start to meet people. Start to kind of build connections. It's a great way to do it in a very low stakes, low stress kind of way is doing that in Facebook groups or in LinkedIn groups. I'm a big fan of of Facebook groups now, obviously. Not a big fan of Facebook per se, but I'm, I'm a big fan of Facebook groups. Um, all right, I'm going to take that back off. And then join or start a mastermind group. You guys know that I'm super passionate about mastermind groups, and I'm not going to belabor this, but I do want to tell you guys that mastermind groups propelled me so quickly, added rocket fuel to my growth and development when I left big corporate, big agency after 25 years and went out and started my own agency and became a digital entrepreneur. I had been working at a very senior level, very management level for decades and had not gotten up to speed on email marketing and lead magnets and website development and all the sorts of stuff that you need to know as a digital entrepreneur. And I joined a mastermind group, a paid mastermind group. I invested in myself, in my growth, and it was the smartest thing that I ever did. And I run um, some paid mastermind groups. They're called, it's called the Brand Design Masters Guild. There's a couple people in chat right now who are actually, well, one person anyway, who was in it. Your guild membership, you, it's a 10-person group. You meet. It's a 12-week period of time. You meet for an hour every week over Zoom, and you also do a one-on-one -on -one meeting with another guild member every week. And there are two hot seats per Zoom meeting where the whole group puts their entire attention on helping or giving feedback or solving someone's, two of the members of the group's problem. And you get at least two hot seats of your own in the period of time that you're in the mastermind. It's not a course. It is a bunch of creative professionals helping each other get better, more successful, faster. So that's it for the YouTube Live on Networking Tips for Designers. And if you are interested in the Brand Design Masters Guild Mastermind that I mentioned toward the end, just go to philipvandusen.com mastermind, and you'll be taken to a short questionnaire where you can fill out about eight or 10 questions that'll give me some context on your business and where you are. And if you're prepared to make the 1497 investment in the guild, then we'll set up a Zoom call and we can discuss your participation. So again, go to philipvandusen.com slash mastermind, fill out the quick questionnaire, and we'll talk about your participation in the Brand Design Master's Guild. If you'd like to help support the Brand Design Master's podcast, please rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Also, if you want to stay up to date on all our content, products, courses, and live video shows, head over to philipvandusen.com slash muse and sign up for the Brand Muse newsletter. That's where we share all the latest news, resources, articles, books, and videos that we recommend to help you build and improve your creative practice, personal brand, and business. 
That's philipvandusen.com slash muse, M-U-S-E. Thanks again for listening. Bye for now.